Central Michigan Hooligans Unite. This is the CMU Touchline Talk Podcast with Cody DeBona and Neil Roseanne. Hello and welcome to another edition of the CMU Touchline Talk Podcast. I am Neil Roseanne, joined by Cody DeBono. It's after spring break. It's our MLS preview. But, you know, things got a little hectic, Cody. You know, we got <laughs> locked out of the office. Uh, it was, it's, it's been weird, but we will be doing our, our MLS preview. How are you doing, Cody? Uh, I'm doing well. I uh, thought we got canceled last week, so it's good that we're back here. Um, I guess they just had some kind of construction thing. So we're back. Uh, I'm excited to get going on the MLS. Oh, yeah, definitely. Two uh, weeks in the book so far. Mm. We won't talk about that. The stuff that I have uh, written down here is before the season started. So if maybe something isn't panning out, uh, that's why. It's still but early, though. It's still yeah. very early. Plenty of time to go. But this is the 20th edition of the MLS. Big changes with big names coming to the league, such as Kaká, Frank Lampard, David Villa, Stevie G. It's huge. Two new teams with Orlando City and NYCFC. And changes to the conference. Now, this is a big thing, Cody. Orlando City and NYCFC have been added to the East, which sends the Dynamo and Sporting KC out West. This means that the last six MLS Cup winners are from the Western Conference. The only one at East team that's played in the last six years in the MLS Final now is uh, the Revolution last year. Mm-hmm. So it's a big change for the league. What are you most looking forward to going into this 20th season? Oh, there's a lot to look. There's... It- being the MLS, there's a lot of opportunities, especially for playoffs. So we're talking six teams make it each, each conference. Um, I, th- I honestly, I'm just looking forward to the explosiveness, and especially with these new teams. You got Kaká, David Villa. They're both they're pretty young. They're coming straight from from uh, big clubs in Europe. So I'm just excited to sit back and watch. Oh, it's gonna be a great season. And uh, I guess we're just pretty much show outline today. We're going to go through all the different teams, kind of tell you where they finished last year, where we think they're going, maybe some kicks, uh, key stats, whatever big players that they've sold or uh, brought into the club. Uh, we'll also go through who's going to win uh, our, the playoffs. So we'll, we both have our playoff predictions. And we have a game. We have a definitive power rankings of the top ten <laughs> names in MLS that Cody DeBona here has put together. It's a doozy. Mm-hmm. How, that that might be the most exciting part of the show, to be honest. I think that took me two weeks, oh. uh, and I finally finalized it right before we came on here. So, and I think if we were to do a power rankings of at least who has the best names overall, as in leagues around the world, I'm pretty sure MLS is the absolute best. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would say. I had a list of 30, and it took me five minutes. So I don't, I don't think any other league would come close. And see, 30, I feel like that 30 was even, like, not, I, I think that's a smaller sample size than what we could have even had before. Mm-hmm. There's just so many great names. But first, we'll get to the actual stuff that matters, the stuff on the field. Not that names don't matter, but, <laughs> hey, we got to see who's going to be lifting that trophy at the end of the year. But we will start in the Eastern Conference. We'll start with the Chicago Fire. In 2014, they had an MLS record 18 draws with just six wins. They were nine place in the east but we did see the rise of rookie phenom harry ship and sean johnson a u.s men's mm-hmm. national team prospect uh they brought in sean maloney from a wigan uh john bush a backup goalkeeper to push uh sean johnson but the big stat here to look at is that chicago have allowed uh 103 goals over the last two seasons which is the third worst in the league so cody who and or what are you looking forward to with the chicago fire maybe building into the future here 
Well, not not to go back to the two games, but I don't think Maloney's fit in well yet. Um, uh, Chicago's been a team I've been following for a few years. I've, I've went out and saw a couple games. I feel like they always draw. Mm-hmm. They they always concede. They can score the goals, but they they're conceding goals. And I don't think it's the I don't think it's the keeper's fault because we know he's he's pretty much class at this point. So for being his age. Yeah, it's. I think it's mostly a defensive issue. Uh, they lost Patrick Iani, who maybe not the best defender, but still he played a pretty key role for mm-hmm. the Sounders back when he played there. But uh, it's pretty much it's going to be Harry Ship's ship to yeah. run here. He is he is looking huge for the U.S. men's national team prospects. Uh, he scored seven goals and recorded six assists. Just what do you have to say about him? He's just one heck of a player. He's definitely the person to watch, and as a fire fan. It, you don't want to look at one guy and say, "All right, we need the goals," and, and we got to eighteen draws. He's got he's got to show up, and I mean, hopefully the defense can hold it. But he's the guy to watch this season for sure. All right, we'll stay in the Midwest. We're going to the Columbus Crew in 2014. They started off 3-0-0, but a tough midseason. They finished strong, but they bowed out of the playoffs to their rival Revs. Um, big players in your favorite Kai Kamara. You got Chris Klute mm-hmm. from Colorado, a defender that's going to be really big for them. And uh, key stat, in 2013, passing in the final third was 60%. Last season, 69.7%. They were clinical in the final mm-hmm. third. And, man, with a club with Fred, uh, midfielder Federico Higuain, you just got to love the uh, Columbus's chances of moving forward here. I think they brought in the most talent and, and with, the, with the best age, I think, I think they could be a, a favorite this year, absolutely. I mean, Kai Kamara's great. Iguain's been awesome the past two years. So, mm-hmm. And Chris Clute, just to bring him in, he, oh, they just, I, I feel like at times they couldn't handle, at least with the Revs and maybe some of the uh, top-level Eastern Conference opponents, they just couldn't handle some of the attacks. Now they have uh, Chris Clute, great defender. Mm-hmm. Um, in July, they'll be adding uh, uh, Cedric Mabati from Real Betis, He's going to be great, or Batiste, sorry. He's yeah. going to be in, and uh, it's uh, it's an exciting time for the crew, especially with how uh, they revamped their yeah, uh, yeah, look yeah. and Burhalter just changing the whole mentality of the club. You, oh, you just they gotta, were, Yeah, they've already been a fun team to watch. Oh, yeah, they're going to be huge going forward. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, I would like to see at least for um, just Midwest Pride, just one of these MLS, one of these two clubs to get up there, but yeah. who knows. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but anyway, we are now going to move to D.C. United to the capital. In 2014, the team experienced a 43-point turnaround from the 2013 season. They were flying heading into the playoffs, only to be knocked out by their rivals, the New York Red Bulls. Uh, they lost Jeff Park. That's the, uh, one of their main defenders. That's mm-hmm. going to be pretty big. And the key stat is that Fabian Espindola is out for the first six matches of the season. But uh, what the big thing for that is that he scored... Um, 0.89 non-penalty goals per match for the for DC last year, and that is going to be crucial yeah. start to this season. That's a ridiculous number. Um, for me, I I don't see them doing as well as they did last year. It's going to be hard to if they fall into a slump early on the season. I don't think they're they have the manpower to get out of it this season personally. Yeah, especially with Fabian Espindola being out. Uh, Bobby Boswell will be important on the defensive side. The 2006 MLS player, uh, Defender of the Year. Uh, he started all 34 matches last season. They're going to need him to be a rock at the back again. He's very, he's a very good player, but as 
age he's aging so who knows he could be down and as soon as you lose one of your main defenders especially one who started every match for you last season that's going that could be crucial yeah, we'll have to see how he yeah. performs this season um other than that dc united uh, yeah i'm gotta go with you they're probably gonna be worse than last year still yeah. a dangerous team Definitely. um would also watch out for them in the u.s open cup especially since i won it a few years ago uh two years ago but hey they don't have uh CONCACAF Champions League to contend with this year either, so that could be something that could I, I would only imagine would help them. Yeah. But either either way, still a strong team, maybe not as good as uh, last season. Uh, next up, we'll head to Canada, north of the border, the Montreal Impact. In 2014, they managed only six wins, none away, none away from home. Blah. That's all you need to know about their season. Blah. After last year, oh, man. Uh, but they do bring in Dom Oduro from Toronto. They did lose my man, Marco DeVaio. He retired. Yeah. That's sad for me. But yeah. the most goals in impact history, Marco DeVaio with 34. Next on the list is Patrice Bernier with 13. You just got it. I want to say they're going to get better, but losing Marco DeVaio to me is just huge for this club. Yeah, uh, Italian international, great player, someone they could always count on up top. I think they're going to have a big turnaround this year. I've been watching them in the uh, CONCACAF. They've been doing well. They just, well, they just won their first, like, 2-0. So, um, honestly, I, I, and then uh, Oduro, he's just, he could be the quickest guy in the league. They also brought in uh, Piatti, the Argentine. Uh, he's an Argentine who uh, they picked up halfway through last season. Only played six matches, but he scored six goals on 16, I mean, four goals on 16 shots. Excuse me. He will be huge when he can play the whole season. That's all I can say. Mm-hmm. And obviously from the first few uh, the first few CONCACAF uh, Conf- Champions League matches, he was looking really uh, good. So they're going to have a lot more offensive options, and yeah. I think that they'll turn around a bit. I still don't see the turnaround being that great. Yeah, uh, I have them making the playoffs. I don't have them getting far, but, yeah, I, I think they're going to make the playoffs this year. Um, and uh, uh, last game they played in the CONCACAF, the, I can't even remember what the other team was, the Costa Rican team. No, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Nonetheless, they, they were playing, like, I want to say like six defenders. They just parked the bus, and they were able to break it down and score two goals, which is it's really important. So um, it's looking like they got the power in the final third this season, so we'll just have to see how that pans out. Yeah, it would be great to see, uh, once again, another young club in the MLS to be able to move forward, to mm. kind of maybe break up some of the just rep- repetitiveness that's kind of come into the league, especially in the Eastern Conference that is a little bit weaker. Speaking of teams <laughs> making it far in the playoffs, we got the New England Revolution. Oh, they looked average for most of last season, but Lee Wynn was a breakout star. Then came Jermaine Jones, our man Jermaine Jones, may I say. Took the team all the way to MLS Cup, but the Galaxy were just too much for them. They brought in Juan Agadello. That is a huge, huge, mm-hmm. huge pickup for them. And here's the stat. Jermaine Jones added a lot for this team. Lee Wynn's chances per 90 went up from 2.02 to 2.33, despite his shots per 90 dropping about a whole half from about three to almost two and a half, which is just incredible. Jermaine Jones really changed this team. He's out for the first half of uh, a little bit of this season with an injury. Uh, How do you see this team moving forward, especially with Jones there this whole season? Yeah, uh... I think they should be favorites again. They didn't lose anybody. They only they got the same team coming back. The only thing, like you said, is is Jones is out. But 
Wynn is huge. He's instrumental in their attack, and if they can keep that up and Jones is still a rock like like he was last year, I think they're MLS Cup favorites to make it back in the mm-hmm. final. Very happy for Agadella to be back. 18 goals in four, his previous four seasons in the MLS. He's only 22. Speaking of another young guy, Diego Fagundes did not have as good of a season last season, but in 2013, he was a huge star. I'd like to see him come back as soon as you, you know, if he were to come back, you'd have four attacking options, and that's not even talking about um, some great defenders. Uh, Right now, uh, looking a little bit rough for them, but once again, Jermaine Jones out of this side, and they'll get clicking. There's no doubt in my mind that they will be back. They've had had great, I mean, watch them, they've had great spells um, in their first game in the first half against the Sounders. I thought they played pretty well Mm attacking-wise, and they got broken down by a great Sounders attack, but... Yeah, the two matches that they played so far, very... In Seattle, that's going to be a tough one for anybody to win. Mm -hmm. And then playing New York City FC in the first game in New York uh, for oh well for New York City that's going to be an emotional game for uh, the city fans and the city players and I have to imagine playing in Yankee Stadium is a little bit crazy that has to be some sort of home field advantage for yeah. them speaking of New York City FC 2014 nah didn't happen transfers no really big transfers you know <laughs> there was a new club but here's your stat uh, the total MLS games played by current members of this of this squad is 1,532, which is better than Orlando City's 980. So they are an experienced side, especially with David Villa. But where do you see uh, New York City FC going in their first season? You know what? I the experience is huge, and uh, with the addition of mixed Discarude in the midfield, I, I love them. The one-two touch, lay it off. One-two touch, lay it off. I, I have them making the playoffs this year. I, I, they've they've played well. They're just getting their feet set, and uh, I, I, they're fun to watch. Yeah. They got the DPs for this club perfect. David Villa, prolific goal scorer, leading uh, Spanish goal scorer of all time, mm-hmm. is for the national team. Mix Discarude is a great midfielder. He'll be able to oh, I just, oh, love some mix, love mm-hmm. that hair. Um, just perfect box to box and actually a player and then obviously Frank Lampard and all the experience he's going to bring if he ever comes there should (laughs) but that's those are all the big names but a guy that I'm looking forward to looking to getting to and this is going to be a rough pronunciation but Kawadu Poku he comes from the NASL's Atlanta Silverbacks and he's one of the rising stars in NASL we'll have to see how it transfers but he's a big guy I big bruising midfielder I would really like to see him do well to see the you know just the Overall expansion of American soccer. For those of you who don't know, the NASL or the North American Soccer League, one of the lower levels of American soccer. But yeah, he's a great player, and I only wish nothing but the best for him. And it, despite this club being a sister or just B team of Manchester City, I really want to see them do well, especially with mixed discarude. Yeah, absolutely. Staying in New York, we'll head to the New York Red Bulls. In 2014, they nearly defended the club's Supporter Shield title, but Still made it to the playoffs. They bested DC United in the postseason for the first time, which was huge. But they fell short in the Eastern Conference Finals. Uh, in Sasha Kleschen, yeah, more U.S. men's <laughs> national team. Love it. But out, now this is the big thing, out, Thierry Henry, mm-hmm. absolute legend. Tim Cahill, absolute legend. Just for what they've done as overall careers and huge stars. So who's going to step up? Well, here's our stat. Bradley Wright Phillips. He converted oh, 30% of his shots on goal last season. Uh, that might drop because of the loss of Thierry Henry. But what do you have to say for this team going forward? They they still have the firepower up top, but they're missing the big names. And mm-hmm. I think they kind of, they've always kind of 
fall into the big names. Um, they never seem to get to the final. No, they, they, they have shouldn't. the power, and they just I, I, they just can't get there. I don't see them doing as well as they did last year. Um, I think I think they're going to make the playoffs, but um, I think it's only going to get worse this year. I think they lost too too many players. Yeah, but Wright Phillips, like I said, is probably the only. Yeah, the attack. As much as I like Sasha Kleschen, not going to really <laughs> make up for Tierra Henry. And for Tim Hay- Cahill, you can kind of they kind of replaced him with Felipe Martins. He came from Montreal, uh, staple of the midfield in Canada, and he'll try and do his best for Tim Cahill. That might be someone who can counter for just the kind of production both those players get. But yeah, I don't see it coming together for the New York Red Bulls. More misery in New York, especially when you got uh, City doing so well. It's just going to be a rough season right for on their the backs. for the energy drink. Sporting team, the whatever walking advertisement, whatever you would like to call it. <laughs> so big names out in New York, at least on the Red Bull side, Orlando City SC, big names coming in for them. Obviously, last season they were in the NAS- NASL. They lost only four games, but they fell short. They fell out in the first round of the playoffs. It was a huge shock for a lot of American soccer fans. But, hey, now they're in the big one, the MLS, and looking to make some noise. They brought in Kaká real early. Now, that's been a huge signing so far. Real early. And Breck Shea, baby. Mm-hmm. Ah, yes, another U.S. men's national team player. Love it. Out. And they really didn't send many people out. But here is a big stat for you. Defenseman Arian Colon has attempted the most aerial since 2011 with 592. The man is a tree in the box obviously scored that goal for sporting kansas city in the mls final two years ago what do you see for the uh first floridian team in a long time in mls how do you see them doing in their first year oh they're exciting to watch i think they're just they're a little nervous every time i see them come off first half they're a little nervous and when you're when you're playing teams like seattle that's when they'll get you they'll get you right off the Mm -hmm. bat um they have hopefully they can keep filling up the orange bowl it's Giant stadium oh, for an MLS team. Oh man, uh, especially um, in Florida. Uh, just a Florida team in general trying yeah. to get uh, attendance down there is huge. Yeah, uh, over sixty thousand in there. So yeah, uh, fun to watch. Fun for Kaka. Unfortunately, I don't, I don't see him making uh, the MLS playoffs this year. No, oh, you know Kaka. He they got out to a hot start here, but Kaka's only going to carry you so far. Breck Shea. As much as I love Bre- and love me some Breck Shea, he's not that good. Uh, just, hopefully he finds his feet finally. Oh, yeah, hopefully. It, it'll be interesting to see where he plays. He's been in defense. They might throw him in midfield. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But, yeah, Kaká with a player like that, Real Madrid, AC Milan, all the big ones. Mm-hmm. It, he'll carry a little bit of the distance, but there's still plenty of ground. It's a it's a great time for MLS in Florida, but there's gonna their, their time in the sunshine, off the field, <laughs> or in performances will come. This brings us to the Philadelphia Union. In 2014, the Union just won three of their first 16 matches, leading to a mid-season sacking of John Hackworth. The club then rose to playoff contention and made a U.S. Open Cup Finals appearance, but they fell short of any glory, crashing out in the final there and missing out on the playoffs. Who'd they bring in? They brought in C.J. Sapong, and then Fernando Ar... Ar- oh man! <laughs> oh, it's these last names, Cody. Argisquitia, Ar- man. I tried. I looked it up. Uh, I couldn't yeah. quite get one. But hey, he comes in from France. Uh, out. Zach McMath on loan. That's gonna be huge. Yeah. But 
the big stat here is the points per match by Maurice Edu by position. When he was in the midfield, he they uh, the Union averaged 1.06 points per match. When he played in defense, 1.46. Now that has to say something about your back line when a midfielder steps in and does a better job than your center backs. <laughs> yeah, he and he's he's a clear midfielder too. He played mm-hmm. midfield for um, Stoke and I want to say the Rangers, right? Yep. Yeah. Um, I I think Union are gonna I think they're gonna do good this year. Uh, I thought at the end of the last season they kind of started looking up, um, and then obviously U.S. Cup. Um, uh, did they go to extra time? I'm trying to oh think. yeah, I think yep. they go to extra time. Mm-hmm. That was a great game to watch. It was. Yeah, they're they won't be quite there. Obviously, Marisa do he offers great defensive work and sets up attackers. Uh, just full package. He'll he'll continue to grow with this team, but I I'm not sure about the rest of them. I think they'll still be mid table. They just got to figure Union got to figure something out here cuz uh, fans are starting to get a little bit angry. Would have been pacified probably with that US Open Cup win, but they didn't win that. So, yeah. we'll have to see where they go. I also have the Missy on the playoffs once again, very close to getting in, but bitterly out. Speaking of a team that's often out, Toronto FC here. <laughs> 2014's bloody big deal turned into a poof of smoke in a heartbeat. Adding Jermaine Defoe and Michael Bradley, the side wasn't good enough to make this club, well, to get this club into the playoffs and kept the Reds blue. Well, this season they add Josie Altidore and uh, Sebastian Jervinko. Huge signings. Man, uh, besides losing Jermaine Defoe, a great offseason for this club. Gotta think that they are going to be contenders. Absolutely. Uh, no question, I think they're going to play- make it to the playoffs. Um, Sebastian Giovinco, I'm a huge fan. I think he's like 5'6", but he can he can move with the ball. Mm-hmm. He's fun to watch. He's silky. He'll play it in to Josie. Josie, hopefully, uh, he's been finishing lately, mm-hmm. so I think um, I think he's just more comfortable Don't, in the U.S. Those three are going to kill it. Mm-hmm. And speaking of Michael Bradley, here's the stat. Michael Bradley secured the MLS's top uses rate of 16. 9.8%, nearly 2% higher than any other MLS player. The, 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 offense is, the offense, defense, everything goes through him. And, you know, right now with how he's clicking with uh, Javinko, it's going to be a great season up north for them. Yeah, Bradley loves that spot too. He, he wants to have the ball at all times, and I think that's why he made the move back to the MLS. He wants to be that mm-hmm. guy, and I think this is his season to finally prove that. Definitely. Well, that was the East now out to the West, Colorado Rapids. They started 2014 strong under first-year head coach Pablo Mastroni, but a case of the injury bug saw them go winless for the last 14th ma- 14 matches and finish eighth in the West. And when I mean injury bug, they were just decimated. They have Sam Cronin and uh, Marcelo Savas, but the key stat is that Colorado allowed 38 goals over a 14-game stretch between July 30th and October 25th. And they lose uh, Chris Clute. That might not help. So, how do you see Colorado finishing this season? Well, I think Marcelo was a good addition to the team. I think it's something that needed to add. Um, but uh, I just, I don't see Colorado do much this season. No, I outside of they'll have a couple players like Shane O'Neill, the homegrown player. He's really big, really big defensive man. But Dylan Powers, he'll be he's pretty much the guy to watch he's a very clean player only two cards in 30 matches last season five goals on 33 shots he's a creator as well uh outside of those young players they really don't have much going forward for them this season i'm thinking a really low finish for them this yeah season. no i'd agree with that but um in the seasons to come they do they do have um a good young team so getting the experience of this season will be huge for them 
All right, on to FC Dallas. The Hoops finished fourth uh, last uh, for, uh, finished fourth with a very tough Western Conference. Let me tell you, that was a big success for them. They went out to Seattle in the playoffs on goal differential. Very bitter time for them, but they bring in Dan Kennedy as a goalkeeper. That is a big ad for them. Uh, the stat is that they scored 55 goals, which was the best in uh, was fourth best in MLS on a third fewest amount of shots of 386. So they're very efficient mm-hmm. once they get those shots on frame. Where do you see them finishing this year, Cody? Very good. Uh, I see them either first or second, actually. Blas Paris is kill- killing it. Um, Kennedy is a great addition from Chivas. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a real chance to do something big this season. I think this is the season they got to capitalize on. Yep, they got a lot of attacking prowess with Fabian Castillo and Tisho Akindele. Mm-hmm. Rookie of the year was fantastic. Scored seven goals on 30 shots. He can only go up from here. Um, it's just going to be a great season of soccer in Dallas. Yeah, it, it's going to be fun to watch in the, uh, in the Western Conference. Staying in Texas, we go to the Houston Dynamo, who in 2014 missed the playoffs for only the second time in club history. They give up a franchise-high 58 goals, and it's truly a season to forget. They bring in Eric Kubo-Torres from Chivas, one of my favorite players to watch. Very excited to see that. And then the stat here, after three straight seasons of allowing 41 goals, the team let in uh, 58. Massive, just totally want to forget it. How are they going to make this season memorable? Well, the addition to Torres is definitely (laughs) the first step. They uh, they kept a good core team. Mm-hmm. I think last year they weren't as good as they have been, but they I, I think they should make it into the playoffs this year. They, the addition of Torres doesn't sound like a big thing, but he was instrumental in getting mm-hmm. any wins for Chivas when oh, he was yeah. there. And then just adding him to a team that already has Brad Davis, great great crossing midfielder, mm-hmm. Eric Torres with that huge head. Man, that's going to be great uh, link up there. And then DeMarcus Beasley there for the whole season, the U.S. men's national team veteran. You just got to love what's going on they're, there. Yeah, their attacking force is huge. Uh, they could score some some serious goals this season. Yep, definitely a team. I don't know if they'll get into MLS playoffs, but in, in time, I'd say in at least two seasons, they'll be back in an MLS Cup final. On to the LA Galaxy, who were just in an MLS Cup final, won it. 2014 was literally the best season, one of the best seasons in LA Galaxy history. They dominated the league after mid-May. LA sent Landon Donovan on his way with an MLS Cup as Robbie Keane Captured MLS MVP honors. Man, who are the... Oh, wait. Who who are the LA Galaxy bringing in, Cody? I, I don't think I heard this offseason. Uh, I think he's got a game this Sunday, actually. Does he? Oh, <laughs> uh, Stevie Gerrard. Yeah, let's just... Uh, I just can't believe this. Let's, uh, let's send off MLS... Uh, just... MLS, U.S. Men's National Team legend, Donovan. Who could we go get? Oh, yeah, let's just go get Stevie G. Of course mm-hmm. this team could do that. <laughs> this is gonna, It's going to be a great year in L.A. Um, the stat here, L.A. had the most assists in a season since 2002 with 75. That's two better than the 2012 uh, San Jose Earthquakes, one of the great teams in MLS. Unfortunately, they didn't win an MLS Cup. L.A. Galaxy won the MLS Cup. They going to repeat? No, I don't think they're going to repeat this year. Um, they'll definitely be the team to beat, though, in the playoffs because whenever you see L.A. in the playoffs, mm-hmm. it's not good. They got the experience, and they got the last, what, five years on their back, mm-hmm. man. You don't want to play them. Um, Giassi Zardes has been awesome in the 
it, or, uh, up top. He's been creating a lot of space, and with Robbie Keane next to him and Stevie G eventually, um, it, it, it could be it could be another good season for um, L.A. Bring that with Robbie Rogers, who's strong in defense and attack, huge on the wings. It's going to be great, especially with how he links up with Stevie G. Yeah. There'll be some growing pains with Stevie G, but I'm sure Gerard's going to fit right on in after a while, and they're going to be back in a perennial as always. Moving on to the Portland Timbers. In 2014, they only secured three points from their first eight matches, which pretty much set them back too far to make the playoffs, especially in the competitive Western Conference. Mm -hmm. In, they brought in Nash Borchers from RSL, one of my favorite defenders. Love him. And here is the stat. They only conceded, they conceded 1.68 goals per match before Adam Ridgewell's arrival. After that, they only allowed 1.33. So, improved defense, kind of what they need. They have a decent attack as well. Portland Timbers, one of the best supported clubs. Will they bring home some silverware for their uh, fans this season? Uh, I would say they got a good chance in the um, U.S. Open Cup. Um, I don't think they're gonna they're gonna win anything other than that. They do have a good team. Donington Nagby, he's been great. He wasn't great last year, mm-hmm. but he's got the defense to back him up this year, so this is a chance to kind of break out once again and um, and really give the Timbers fans what they want. One of my favorite attackers, Fernando Audi, he's going to be huge after his first season scoring nine goals. I could only see him scoring probably upwards to 15. He's going to be He's going to be vital for them. Uh, great support up there in Portland. I can't wait to watch some matches there. I Probably on my bucket list of places to visit, but I still think 2004 15 is going to be kind of a not-so-memorable season for the uh, Timbers. I agree. Uh, what they do have, though, is I, I think their fans give them an extra boost, so they're a mm-hmm. very, very hard-working team. A- any loss they have, they're playing to the mm-hmm. end, so i got to give them that. All right, now on to a little bit west, out to Salt Lake. Uh, real Salt Lake, excuse me. In 2014, the Jeff Cesar era Started brightly with the club going unbeaten in their first 12 matches of 2014. They looked unbeatable, but the World Cup led to a midseason slump where they were exposed in the, and then, which led to them being exposed in the Western Conference semis by LA 5 0. That was brutal to watch. Who did they bring in? Uh, Jamison Alave from New York Red Bulls. He's going to be huge, but out Nat Borchers. Uh, you can read into that how you will. That's I, I almost think that that's a kind of fair trade, maybe with. Uh, Real Salt Lake losing a bit, but the key stat is that RSL hold the best passing accuracy in the league since 2010 with 80.71% of their passes finding the target, which is obviously that club's just built on passing. Are they going to pass their way to maybe a title or a playoff spot? What do you think? Uh... It's tough to tell now. They they got two draws. They they are. They are they're a good midfield passing team. I don't know who's going to score their goals, though. I think yeah. that's their problem. Um... If they can find a way to score goals, I think they'll find a way in the playoffs. But other than that, I, I don't, I don't want to see them go out on another five-nil loss yeah. in the playoffs. But I just don't know. I don't know where they're going to score their goals from. Yeah, player to watch, Kyle Beckerman. He won't score the goals, but man, that dreaded dread man. Oh, he is so good, and it showed last season, becoming one of the stars of the World Cup for the U.S. men's national team and just how much RSL suffered without him. Got to watch out for him, but they'll be a fun team to watch if you love passing. They're one of the most technically gifted teams yeah, that you're going to see in the They'll work it around. San Jose Earthquakes are the next team up here in 2014. Let's not even talk about it because there were so mm-hmm. many injuries and just so many other things that they suffered a 15-match winless streak. Just San Jose... 
terrible season, but this season they get into their new building, which is a sweet stadium if you haven't looked. A lot of things going on for this club. They bring in, ooh, uh, this uh, this might be a little bit of foreshadowing, but they bring in Innocent Emigara from the <laughs> Azerbaijan Premier League, but out John Bush, Sam Cronin. Here is your stat, though. Chris Wondolowski has scored 86 goals since 2010. 86, which is 26 more than Alvaro Sabario, who is in second place. So that's of all current MLS players. He has 26 more, and so far he's shown that he's going to do it this year. Yeah, he's a goal-scoring machine. Um, Except in the World Cup. I was actually going to mention that, too. He blew an open net in the World Cup. I still haven't forgiven about that. But for San Jose, he's a great club player for San Jose. He's Mm. always been great. And uh, they, for me, I always, every single time I'm watching, they find a way to win. They find a way to get a point at least. So um, I think they'll have a pretty good season. Yeah, they have that Goonies mentality, never say die. It almost seems like whenever that they're that they, those last 20, 10 minutes, you know that they're going to score a goal. So I think that they're going to be able to definitely improve on last season, but they'll st- I still think the Western healthy. Conference is too good for them to really move up at all. Mm-hmm. Western Conference is good. But here may be the cream of the crop, the Seattle Sounders. In 2014, it seemed like everything was going their way. A 20-win season, Open Cup champions, and Supporter Shield champions. But that damn cup, not <laughs> in Seattle. I know that this is kind of a touchy subject for both of us. Lean a little bit towards the Sounders. <laughs> but in Tyrone Mears from the Bolton Wanderers, but that is out for DeAndre Yetlin, one of my absolute favorite players. I will fanboy about him all day. But here's the stat. Midfielder Osvaldo Alonso has the highest passing accuracy in 2014 with 91.14 of his passes finding our percent of his passes finding their targets. He's just an overall great player. Does the dirty work. Where do you, is this the year Seattle finally brings that cup home? This is the year. Uh I think it's the, this year uh for sure. Alonso is only getting better. He seems mm-hmm. to he finds the hard passes too. So he's linking up passes with Martins. Martins laying it off with Dempsey, and they work it. They work mm-hmm. it up top. And um, oh, who's the right back they replaced Yedlin with? Yedlin, uh, Tyrone Mears. Yeah, he's been. He, he can deliver the ball. He really can. <laughs> Two hundred professional appearances in England. He's versatile in the back, and he will be key to filling in the, the defensive losses. He's not DeAndre Allen because he's not as young, but still, that attack. Doesn't get better than Clint Dempsey, who I found out during that first game of the season, he goes hog hunting in the offseason with pit bulls. With pit bulls. A man named Clint playing soccer. Oh, I would. that would be an interview I would want to do. Go out there and hog hunt with him. He also raps. Like, yep. he's the best captain that USA will ever have. Uh, he, he, I, I'm sorry, DeAndre Yedlin. I'm sorry. He actually might be my favorite player. <laughs> It doesn't get better, man. It does. He, he, he's got an ego, and yeah. he finishes the ball every time, and I love so, watching him. So good. Next, Sporting Kansas City used to be in the East, now in the West. In 2014, they had a strong start, but the World World Cup break killed them. They limped out, limped in and out of the playoffs, pretty much. And uh, it will be key to filling, filling in for defensive losses. Uh, whoa, whoa! Skipped ahead on my notes, folks. Not the season that they envisioned. Sorry, Sporting Kansas City, not that good this season, or last season. Maybe to be good this season, Bernardo in, Anor in from Cbus, uh, Servando Carrasso, but they lost Claudio Bieler. Uh, it's going to be weird, weird season in SKC, to be honest, but 
Last season, they battled. They had their third. They had the third worst record after August twenty second, averaging only point seven points per match. Who are you? Who, well, how are they going to improve on that? And who should we look forward to on this team? I don't think this season's their season. I think the Western Conference is going to beat down on them. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, they got a great center back in Beesler, who got like a. If anybody watched that first game, I think that was a red card. Yeah. Um, they got to look at their stars on this one. Graham Zussi, he's got he's mm-hmm. got to be instrumental in their attack, or else I I don't think I don't think they're going to make the playoffs because if you look at the Western Conference, they are stacked. Well, yeah, pretty much. I don't think they're going to be able to do it. Dom Dwyer just looks snake bitten this year. He scored 22 goals in 31 matches last season. I don't think he's going to be able to replicate that, but he still is winning off and on the field because he's now married to Sydney Larue. That's a oh. big win for Sporting Kansas City. You're going to get to see her a lot more. A uh, big loss for the rest of us, but I may, may we'll have to see how he's performing. But he just seems snake bitten this season, yeah. so um, it's only two matches in. But man, I think Sporting Kansas City is going to be. I'll, I I don't know. I I think they can still sneak into the playoffs. Yeah, they, but have, be they haven't early. looked good, but it's only been two games. So, and now to the last team in our preview here, the Vancouver Whitecaps, whose 2014 season was a strong defensive one. They led the league in clean sheets, but were totally lackluster on offense. Made the playoffs, bowed out after a controversial, uh, a controversial penalty call to FC Dallas. In, you got Octavio Rivero from O'Higgins FC. And then, oh, I know another good name, defender Pamunduka. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, but, hey, maybe the names won't matter as much because he's a good defender. But, hey, who knows? But the stat, Pedro Morales... They're just all-around great attacker. Created 6.7 chances per 90, which was good enough for second best in the league. Are they? Are it? Are there, Is this club? Should I say? Are they going to be able to do it? Is this the year where they finally make a deep run and sh- prove that they're one of the Cascadia's best, along with Portland and Seattle? I want them to. Uh, I think they deserve it. They like they're again another hard-working team. Um, it's just it's so hard to tell this early mm-hmm. in the Western Conference. If they can if they can defend with uh, the addition of Pamoduka, mm-hmm. um, we know they can score some goals. Mm-hmm. So if 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 they can if they can defend, I think I think they'll make it into the playoffs this season. Yeah, and they did add Octavio Rivero, the forward. He's only 22. He scored 10 goals in Chile's top league, which was good enough for fifth overall. He will add much to the attack. And I think he'll link up great with uh, Morales, who had 10 goals and 12 assists in his MLS debut season. He recorded 105 shots. So watch out for him. They're a little bit one-dimensional, but, hey, maybe this could be the year where they finally establish themselves in the Western Conference. Mm -hmm. Speaking of which, who do we believe is going to make it to the playoffs? All right. This is this is just a way early prediction on these, but I'm going to tell you mine first, Cody. In the East, yeah. I have the New England Revolution 1, DC United 2, Columbus Crew 3, New York Red Bulls 4, and 5th, the New York's New York City FC, big uh big first season for them, and in 6th, Toronto FC. That might have been a little premature on them. Obviously, Philly, Orlando, Chicago, Montreal all missing out. A little different in no particular order for me. Uh, I have Montreal Impact in on mm-hmm. kind of an upset because I like how they've been playing um, in CONCACAF. I got the Revolution again. Um, Columbus Crew, 
I think Columbus Crew might come out n- number one there. Uh, Toronto FC, NY City FC, another big one. And um, and I, this is bold, but I'm going to go Union for my number six. Union. Oh, that would be great. I'd love to see that team get into the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Now to the West. Ah. LA Galaxy, number one. Uh, still the team to beat. <laughs> Two Seattle Sounders. That'll be a dogfight. I think it flips a little bit from last season. Uh, Real Salt Lake in third. Vancouver Whitecaps, fourth. Uh, Sporting Kansas City got them a little high at fifth. And FC Dallas at sixth. I think FC Dallas, now that I'm thinking about it, might switch up maybe to sixth even. But Portland, Colorado, Houston, and San Jose all missing out. That's mm-hmm. that, that seems pretty cut and dry to me. Yeah. At least to me. Um, I'm going to go see, uh, obviously, like I said earlier, uh, Seattle are my favorites. Um, followed by LA and Dallas. They're gonna be guys. Gonna be such mm-hmm. a fun conference to watch. LA and Dallas for my uh, my two and three. Um, I will go. Yeah, I think the I think the Whitecaps will make it in for my number four. Um, San Jose always has. They always find a way. I feel like they always yeah. find a way to get in. Yeah. And I'm gonna ha- I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna say Real Salt Lake gets the uh, final spot. Okay. Yeah. That. We'll More Alice is we'll have great. To see. Early prediction for the finals. I would I would actually not be surprised if it repeats from the, uh, last year. L.A. Galaxy, New England Revolution, L.A. Galaxy win. I I just can't see anybody beating them as as good as Seattle is. L.A.'s <laughs> got their number still. Yeah, I'm at, I'm gonna go New England as well, but I'm gonna go Seattle. Seattle, Seattle New England finally wins. That would be huge, especially <laughs> in their building. That would be an electric atmosphere. But hey, we'll see how that's going. Maybe we maybe we'll be shown that we don't know anything. Maybe we do know something. But what we do know something about is the great names in MLS. Cody, you have made a top ten list, the definitive power rankings of the best names in the MLS. I am sitting on the edge of my seat, waiting to see how this comes out. You ready? You ready to start it? I think I'm ready. Uh, if I mess up, email me or tweet at me. I'm sorry, but this is uh, Touchline Talk approved. Here we go. Um, number ten. The Timbers' number one man, Darlington Nagby, from Liberia. Mm-hmm. Got no, it. Oh, that's a good combination. Now we had to say that there were a lot of good names, such as like uh, Graham Zuzi. That's a great last name, but hey, we needed a first name and a last name. This really does fulfill that. Both of these. Yeah, Nagby. yeah. I had to, I had to look real deep, and the first and the last name is the only way to mm-hmm. cut cut it out. Um, number nine, the big addition, mixed disc Uh He's. Uh, the number one power ranking, at least in hair-wise, he's number one for sure. <laughs> Kyle Beckerman, close second. He looks like the Nordic Messi out there. I oh, love it. Uh, number eight, here we go. Um, <laughs> his first name is Kennedy. Last name is Igbo Nanike, I believe is how you say it. Kennedy Igbo Nanike from Nigeria. <sighs> Plays for Chicago Fire. That's a good one. Number seven, uh, Timbers Zimbabwean international Shilo Shuna. Shilo Shuna. That's a off, oh, just a nice. Shh, shh. Yeah, I just, I need a water. I, I need a water. We'll sing these names. Oof. We got FC Dallas's number one striker. We got Blas Perez. Blas blasting in the back of the goal. Yeah, he's oh, blasting Perez, it oh. from uh, Panama. Oof. And my personal. <laughs> Uh, U.S. international favorite, Dilly Duca you from can, Montreal. Uh, Dilly is literally one of the most uh, U.S. <laughs> names that you could find, maybe outside of Bubba and Clint. <laughs> outside of that, you really don't get much better than that. Like, really, Dilly Duca, oh, it's perfect. It's just so perfect. That's one of my – I think that would be higher for me. But I lo- hey, yeah, I left it to you. you I think you are the he, more expert he, here. <laughs> he had 
two Americans, and I was flipping out in front of them. We got uh, the Colorado Rapids, Zach McMath. Zach, Zach McMath. Oh, last Just name. Just right. It's yeah, oh, MacGyver. It's beautiful. Math, great keeper as well. Can't wait to see what he does. Um, sporting Kansas City's Jaleel Anibaba at three. Oh, at I, three. oh, I loved. I saw him all the time with Chicago Fire. Oh, I just love it. He's so good. So staccato the name. I love it. Anibaba. And two players that we've already talked about. Number two in the power rankings. Pa Moduka. Pa Moduka. <laughs> just so manly. Mm. From the, the country called you. The Gambia. The Gambia. Uh, who plays um, on Vancouver. <sighs> and our number one Touchline Talk power ranking name is first name Innocent Emigara from San Jose. Innocent Straight from Nigeria. Ermagura. That's what I've always Irma-gura. been saying, especially after that goal this past weekend. Great names. Only one that I think is missing is Quincy Ameriqua. <laughs> Just what a name. Quincy and then to pair that with Ameriqua, kind of like America, but not quite. Like it's a little beautiful. French feel on the end. I oh, like that. Ameriqua. Oh, I love it. But hey, <laughs> I got to say, can't, can't really disagree with that really that much. But oh, Clinton Dempsey, though, that's still a great name. I, I, I still love Clinton Dempsey just Paul for the how America it is. But Pamunduka definitely sounds like something you'd hear in like uh, Mortal Kombat. Or, or, oh, I was thinking like Gundam or like Dragon <laughs> yeah. Ball Z. Yeah. Pamunduka. Well, uh, uh, I guess now <laughs> got a little bit nerdy there. <laughs> but hey, I guess we'll, we'll leave. say that for raving, uh, yeah. raving geeks. Raving geeks, yeah, they can talk about that as much as they want. But <laughs> hey, we're all about soccer here. The names, the craziness, the silliness that is MLS Cup and MLS. We'll be back next week. A lot of European matches going on. We had to give some respect to our uh, local American League. Mm. We'll probably talk about some MLS stuff before we're finally said and done with this, at least, school year. But we'll get back to the traditional European leagues and all that next week. But thank you for joining us this week. I'm Neil Rosam. Uh, joined by uh, Cody DeBona here. Uh, actually, real quick, do you want to throw out your Twitter handle? I, I know will. You love Twitter, doing it. <laughs> Twitter handle at Cbones8 with a Z. I'm at Neil and Sports. Going to be talking a lot of tourney this week. Soccer might take a little bit of a back burner, especially with just oh, especially with how this tournament started today. My bracket's already busted, so maybe maybe it will be more <laughs> soccer. But hey, enjoy your soccer this weekend, kids, and have a great week. We're in the final stretch of the semester, so enjoy that. Enjoy the soccer. Enjoy life. That's been it. This has been CMU Touchline Talk podcast.